Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. We're live at the new E&B Granite Studio at the Centene Community Ice Center. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. We need some help on our question today. Can it really be St. Louis-style pizza if it doesn't have Provel cheese? My answer to that question is no. Jamie says it's all about the crust. We're bringing in Erica Weston. She's a host and reporter for Fox Sports Midwest on here. Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Erica, first of all, thanks so much for joining us today. What's your response on that? Can it be St. Louis-style pizza if it does not have Provel cheese? Well, first off, thanks for having me. This was an interesting debate that I was listening to before you guys <laughs> called me. Um, I I guess I was under the impression that St. Louis-style pizza was, in fact, characterized by the cheese. And that's oh, the Erica, you're killing me. I'm sorry, Jamie. I don't know. I, I thought that was what made it St. Louis-style. Like, Chicago is deep dish. New York-style is those giant slices with the greasy cheese. And I thought that... Uh, I thought St. Louis style meant it had to have the Provel cheese. I don't know. Uh, Please don't hate me. I don't hate you. I never hate you. But I think it's the thin crust. And what BK has omitted from all of this is also the way that it's cut in the squares. That the makes snack it size si- squares of yeah, pizza. Yeah, I think that it's that. That's <laughs> yeah, it could be. Now listen, the joke could be on all of us because it's probably a combination. Of I was about all to say. I it. think it's everything. It has to include the cheese. It has but to. But for argument's the crust. sake, okay, I'm going with the crust and the way it's cut, and you're going with okay. Provel. I'm getting absolutely murdered on the poll. <laughs> I'm not even close. I'm not even in third place right now on this poll, but. Even on your own Twitter account, Jamie put this up on his Twitter account, Erica, (laughs) said is St. Louis style pizza based on the Provel cheese or the thin crust in 73% of the responses on his Twitter account say it's more about the cheese than the crust. So I I think we are both in the right here and Jamie's in the wrong. I think so, too. Sorry about it, Jamie. You're coming to this realization today that it actually is defined by the cheese. But in any case, in any sense, I will eat any pizza there is. I have to say it, though. I will not eat the Provel cheese. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Oh, Erica. I can't do it. I know. I know. I just can't. I don't have the taste for it. I tried it when I moved here. I experienced it. And 
I will move on. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking to Erica West, and she's a hosted reporter for Fox Sports Midwest, joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. All right, Erica, so sports are coming back, at least hopefully they're coming back. Uh, What are you most looking forward to? I mean, you're doing games for the Cardinals, the Blues. You do a little bit of everything for Fox Sports Midwest. What's the number one thing that you're looking forward to with sports finally being back in our life soon again? I mean, sports being back, like, <laughs> kind of where it stops, you know, it still doesn't feel real, like it's actually going to happen. I'm waiting for baseball to release the schedule. I And, you know, people are reporting this week and players are getting tested and that's great. And it's all trending in the right direction that everything safely is going to be moving forward and we're going to be seeing games soon. But until I see the Cardinals on the field on July 23rd or 24th, I, it won't feel real. I'm just that the only thing I'm looking forward to is the return of sports big picture in general as safely as we possibly can. And obviously we are all looking forward to getting our jobs back and working. You know, this has been quite a roller coaster of emotions for a lot of people in this industry. I know it's been really hard on sports fans watching this negative back and forth between the players association and major league baseball. And I totally get it, but a lot of us, not just broadcasters there are so many people in sports that depend on there being games and so i'm just really looking forward to a lot of us getting a sense of of normalcy back even though it's certainly going to look very different as far as how our telecasts and how the games are structured yeah erica obviously i agree we have a lot of the same friends uh with the tv station fox sports midwest and it's going to be great to get everybody back to doing hopefully what they can do with the station, but now you touched on something at the end of that saying you're not sure exactly what it's going to look like or how different it's going to be. And we have Danny Mack that's uh, on from 10 to 11 every day with us, scoops with Danny Mack. And I've asked him the question of what he thinks it's going to look like from a you know play-by-play standpoint. Do you have any information yet on what it will look like as you know a host or broadcaster in your position where you're basically you're in the trenches ordinarily doing interviews and pieces on mm-hmm. things that are happening. How's that going to look and work for someone like yourself? So we've had very preliminary conversations. I think they're still trying to work out the details of how all that's going to work. Obviously, they're going to need a lot of people, but they're also going to need a lot of space because we have a lot of things based here in St. Louis. And yes, Fox Sports Midwest will be doing, um, you know, short amount of of Blues games before they uh, advance into the playoffs and everything becomes national telecasts and then all obviously lots of uh, baseball games. So there's still a lot of moving parts. I think I would be shocked if any broadcaster sets foot in a ballpark that isn't their own home stadium. Um, I know a lot of things are going to be done remotely. Interviews will not be conducted in person. That's kind of my generic understanding. You know, I think a lot of people might be under the impression that uh, reporters could certainly be working from home, that they won't even be at the ballpark or in the studio. Um, And I know, you know, play-by-play guys and and analysts will be kept separate as, as well as the reporters and Yes, there will be some form of of a studio presence. I don't know anything about what that's going to look like as far as, yes, there's going to be analysts for our pre- and post-game coverage and intermissions and what have you and a host as well. So I don't have anything concrete. I know that people are still trying to have these conversations to see what works best, but I know that everybody uh, that makes these decisions is, really uh, working towards getting as many people as safely as possible, as much work as they possibly can, because a lot of people have been missing that 
for gosh, we're, we're coming close on four months now. So um, they're trying to be responsible about it. Jamie just did a fist bump through the air <laughs> as he's thinking about, yes, going back to watch the Blues and being an analyst for Fox Sports Midwest. We're talking with Erica Weston. She's a host and reporter for FS Midwest here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Erica, the big debate surrounding the Cardinals prior to spring training getting shut down was, of course, about Dylan Carlson and whether or not he would make the opening day roster. And that debate has resurfaced now that we have the shortened 60-game season and everything that that brings with it. Where do you stand on this? And what's your impression of what you anticipate the Cardinals doing with Dylan Carlson and how ready he is for the big leagues? So when they released the 60-man or yeah, the, the summer pool list last night. I was not necessarily surprised to see his name included in there. I know that they want to be diligent about how they utilize his his time and his imprint that he can have an immediate impact on this game. But I know that, you know, John Mozeliak said, we want to give these other guys, Tyler O'Neill, Lane Thomas, a chance. And I, I think they're kind of thinking of the same thought process had things progressed into a normal season, had spring training not gotten shut down, that they want to see what they have with these other guys in their roster as far as their outfield is concerned before they make that move to give him a shot in the big leagues because they know he's going to have an immediate impact. We saw that uh, with the numbers he was producing in spring training. But I think as far as is the guys that he wants to see what we have with them, you know, the, the Lane Thomases, the Tyler O'Neills. I think you could probably throw Harrison Bader into that as well as the, although we know defensively what we're getting with him. I think obviously the big question mark comes from the production at the plate, Tyler O'Neill as well, but I think we kind of know what we have with them. I think they really want to see what they have with Lane Thomas, because maybe people forget he was producing at a very high level last season before he broke his wrist and it effectively, end of this season so I think it's really fair for them to say we want to see what we have before we completely go all in and change the makeup of things and throw Dylan Carlson into the mix they want to be respectful of that based on that Erica how long do you think the leash is and BK and I got into the first segment of the show today was you know how much leash basically does Tyler O'Neill and Lane Thomas how much do they have before Dylan Carlson is is not just put into action but kind of thrust into being the guy then to lose the position rather than looking to be the guy to take the position. How much time do you think that uh, John Mosellock and the Cardinals will give to Tyler O'Neill or Lane Thomas to establish themselves? I think, uh, you know, obviously the, the, normal reaction to a question like that would probably be a not a very long leash right because it's it's a sprint this year it's 60 games it's not 162 so you don't have a lot of time to figure that out and when you look back at the cardinals season as a whole last year they came out of the gates hot they were sitting at the top of the national league a month and change into the season then the offense kind of got lost and and people couldn't figure things out. So I think the normal reaction would probably be not a lot of time, but then again, we're not under normal circumstances in any sense at all in anything. So I think as far as 
pitching is concerned, you have that luxury to have longer leashes with guys because they have a lot of options as far as arms are concerned. Offensively, I'm not really sure. But again, I'm not in the business of predictions. I'm just in the business of reporting things as they are happening. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. But I, I can't imagine in a shortened season that you have the luxury of giving somebody time to produce offensively when there is such a short amount of games. And, and you know, two months into the season, generally guys are just rounding into form. Erica, we look forward to hearing some more of that reporting here very, very soon. We'll leave the predictions and being wrong about everything to the two of us. <laughs> Thanks so much for hopping on with us today, and welcome back to St. Louis. We're so excited to be able to watch you back on Fox Sports Midwest again soon. Thanks, guys. Anytime. I'm so glad we're going back to work. <laughs>